Welcome to Convocation this morning. My name is Jacob Landis Eichstein and I'm a member of the Convo Committee. Today is our traditional senior statement convocation we have near the end of each year. The four seniors who will speak today are some of the many seniors who have made significant contributions to GC while they're here. Jen and I will introduce each speaker in turn. At the end will be a special announcement for seniors. Our first senior statement will be given by Anna Pascarello, a music major from Greencastle, Pennsylvania. Many of you probably attended Anna's hour after show a few weeks ago. Let's welcome Anna. I don't have any great words of wisdom to impart. Um, I have more questions now than when I started college and less certainty of where I'm headed um, than where I, when I started here. So instead of any of these things, I'm just gonna tell you my story of how I came to be at Goshen. My name is Anna Pascarello. I'm a senior in the music technology program here at Goshen. And if you have met me, you've more than likely asked me how in the world I came to be at Goshen College. I'm not Mennonite, as you can tell by my last name. I'm from a little town in South Central Pennsylvania that doesn't exist on most maps, and I come from a conservative family, both politically and religiously. When I started looking for colleges, I decided to look for a four-year American Sign Language to English interpreting program. There are two in the country. There's one at Goshen College and Bethel College in Mishawaka. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life and what I wanted to find in a college but I didn't want to stay home and work either, so Goshen seemed like the only alternative at the time. I didn't fit in, I had a hard time making connections, I had a strong dislike for my major, and I didn't know anything about Mennonites. I used to think that it was just another denomination of Christianity, no big deal. Little did I know that I was in for some culture shock. Things like 606, Johnny Appleseed, pacifism, and anti-government all, were all things that were foreign to me. I quickly learned that the reason everyone in wanted to know my last name was to find out if they're related to me or to my second cousin. I started having the reply, I'm not Mennonite, to what's your last name? Or what are you? Referring to denominational background. It felt like this clique that I couldn't be a part of because I didn't have the name, the traditions, the heritage, or the church background. I couldn't seem to find a way to fit my beliefs or perspectives, the way I view God, into anything or anyone I found at Goshen College. I probably offended some Goshen College students with my frustrations and outright opinions, as much as I felt offended at the time. I wasn't going to continue my education at Goshen after my first year, but I didn't have any other concrete plans to go off of either. I considered majoring in social work, sociology, looking at a different college, perhaps a secular school, taking time off, discontinuing my college education altogether, or doing service work somewhere, anywhere. The problem was I'd applied to BNRA for the following school year. Looking back, I'm not even sure what made me apply for the position, especially since I was so dead set against Goshen. But regardless of intent or lack of interest in GC, I was hired for the position, which put me in a difficult situation, back out of the commitment, something I had a really difficult time doing and something I still can't do, or tough it out through another year at Goshen College. Needless to say, um, I decided to follow through the with the commitment I'd made to be an RA, so I head back to Goshen the next fall. There were certainly some decisions and changes along the way that made Goshen more enjoyable. For starters, I changed my major to music technology, the less practical major, which my mother still doesn't fail to remind me. 
But I was finally doing something I realized I loved and was pretty miserable without. And second, being an RA was a really great experience. Give me the excuse to be outgoing that I needed. And even in the first couple weeks of my sophomore year, I made some good connections and had the start of several great friendships that have continued through the rest of my years here at GC. The strange thing is that I wouldn't have come to Goshen if I started as a music tech major. I'm sure this is not something if faculty or admissions people want me to be saying, but I have to be honest, it's not a strong major here and it's not what brought me to Goshen in the first place. Regardless of what kept me at Goshen or brought me here, I'm glad I ended up staying. I've been stretched far beyond my comfort zone and had to decide for myself whether the things that I brought with me, my beliefs, my values, and traditions, were mine because I said they were mine or were mine because I'd always been surrounded with them. I've definitely been challenged in my ideas about God, conflict, travel, and community. The biggest part of my life that has not changed, though been challenged even though I've questioned it many times, is my faith in God. Some ways I perceive God have definitely broadened, and he or she is a lot closer and personable than the theological being that I grew up with. As my time at Goshen College comes to a close, I've been trying to think about what I'm going to do or have some kind of plan. That is, between the four projects that are due next week, along with my senior recording project, which I just acquired a late pass at the Music Center, which means I can go to class during the day, do my homework during the day, and then mix music all night. Now I can get work done without having to sleep. And yes, yesterday, I wrote a speech, finished my chem project, typed up something to say in Convo this morning. Trust me, you'll have to do this one day, and it'll be easy by that time. But um, back to the point. Um, after May term, I plan on working in Goshen for the summer, grow a garden, and spend time with people in the community that I've been too busy to invest in during the school year. Then I want to take a year off doing what I don't really know. I want to work enough just to be sustainable and spend my time investing in art, music, and people. <clears throat> While I've enjoyed academics, classes, learning, good conversations with professors, and of course, hours of stressful paper writing, I'm ready to get it back to the simplicity that I learned on SST in Jamaica. As I said at the beginning, I don't have any great words of wisdom to impart. I just have my story and my journey the last three and a half years. My only suggestion would be to take the time to make the stories happen that you're going to remember 10 years from now. Thank you. Good morning. My name is Jennifer Spate, and I'm also a member of the Convo Committee. It gives me great joy this morning to introduce to you our second speaker, who is well known to nearly everyone, both as a star on the basketball court, as well as a friend and leader off the court. Eric McCullum was recently featured on ESPN, specifically for his dunk in a game against Grace College on January 5th, 2010. Aside from basketball, Eric is a black student union leader and a business major from Canton, Ohio. Please join me in welcoming Eric. Yeah, it's funny because um, I've known Jen for three years and she lives an hour from me and it's probably the second nicest thing she ever said. She never gives me any comments, keeps me grounded. <laughs> so I gotta, you know, go with that. But um, basically what brought me to Goshen College um, is just a different route than, you know, most people I've taken. I had no connections. Um, I had only been to Indiana one time and that was my senior year. We had a basketball game. 
I don't have six or seven generations that have went here. I don't have none of that. But basically, I just went to a basketball camp, and um, there was a young gentleman by the name of Tony Cornett, and um, he basically helps um, kids out, sends film out to schools, and, you know, the people with good character, and he feels like have talent, he um, tries to help them send them to school. So it was me and Nate, and, like, he would send film out to different schools and, you know, try to help us get recruited. And me and Nate were getting recruited by totally different schools. If you know what I'm referring to, Nate West. I've known him since second grade. So every school we had was different, and we had took all our visits. And, you know, we had an idea of where we were going, but we weren't quite sure. So we decided we'd take another visit. And um, that's where we came and visited Goshen College. So our parents came with us. And uh, we just wanted to see, you know, when you take your visit, you're like, you might as well because it's free. You want to see, you know, what else is out there. And it was a day off of school. So that motivated us to go, you know. So um, we came and um, it was during May term. So, you know, when you go on a visit, you get to stay with um, some of the team and some of the teammates. But on May term, most of them had to move out their stuff. So we had to stay with the coaches. But we got the idea of like the family atmosphere. And, you know, we knew it was a good academic program. And that was something that we were interested in. And um, also, um, our, we stayed with the coach. And basically, we just developed a good trust with them. And it just felt right, pretty much. And, you know, it sounds kind of corny, you know, but a lot of places we went, sometimes I didn't really fit in or I didn't see myself fitting in or didn't feel comfortable. And then when we came here, it was like a little easier transition just from like just how close the team was. It reminded us of our high school team. And pretty much we both just looked at each other and were like, oh, you know, you want to come here? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I want to come here also. And so pretty much that's how we decided to come here. But I think a deciding factor in that was um, when we sat at our coach's house, his wife made the best apple pie I ever had in my life. <laughs> oh, man. I mean. You know, the key to a guy's heart is through his stomach, and you know, that's, that is true. But, you know, I feel like, you know, through the years of coming to Goshen College, I think it's definitely helped me and um, prepared me for the business world. You know, I, coming here, it's a lot different. I'm from the city. Um, it's a lot more, lot more diverse. And, you know, my school, I graduated, and um, at my school there was 2,500 people. So there was probably 1,000 people I didn't know. I kept seeing new people every day. So it was just definitely different. But coming here, it allowed me to, you know, experience um, with different type of people, um, meet different cultures, and just be able to, you know, expand my horizons. Because as a freshman, when I first came here, you know, I just really just came in and just worried about myself. And, you know, I would be hesitant to really talk to people if they weren't similar to me. But through the three or four years, I've learned to, you know, branch out, to relate to people who might be different to me in different aspects, but, you know, to just get a better understanding and to be more outgoing. And that's the same part I've probably through the four years, just developing leadership, I'd say. Um, through the first four years, you know, I never really, you know, I just led by example pretty much. And then, you know, as I come a junior, senior, I've learned to step in and say what's necessary to some people if I want them to do something different or, you know, just being a leader on the basketball team or through BSU, just things like that. And I think, you know, that's really been the difference in me, just learning when to step in and, you know, how to approach people in that area. Um, also, some, some influential people in my life through Goshen would definitely be, you know, just my peers, my teammates. Um, you know, they've definitely developed who I am today. Also, coaches and teachers, you know, whether it's there helping me um, become a better person or, you know, for tests or studying or also becoming a, a better athlete, I think that they've definitely been a major factor in that and um, helped me develop into the person I am today. And, you know, I don't really 
have too much bad things. You know, freshman year was a little rough. You know, it was just different because it's four and a half hours away, and you know there wasn't that many African Americans, so it was a little, you know, cultural shock. But you know, I adjusted, and you know, it became easier and became a place that I'm happy I made my decision to come here. And you know, I have no regrets. I think it turned out to be, you know, a good experience and a good situation. You know, I'll probably get off and ask what I plan on doing afterward. Um, right now, I'm probably I'm trying to decide between an agent, but once I make that decision, I'll probably go overseas and play basketball for a few years until I get tired of it or something, and then I'll come back and use my business degree. So all in all, I think, um, as well as me and many other people, Goshen College was a good experience, and you know, I'll take that with me the rest of my life. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. Our next speaker is Piper Vogie, a communication major from Indianapolis, Indiana. Piper has been an active in student senate here at GC. Please help me welcome Piper. Hi, everybody. Um, at the end of your college career, it's the time when people really begin from transitioning, from asking you what is your major to what are you gonna do? We've all gotten this question. It means soon the first, people, the first question people are going to ask us after what our name is is what do you do? It is beginning now, but right now the question feels like it has some extra weight. It's as if when they ask us what they're really asking, is what type of job has the past four or five years of college enabled you to get? I would like to suggest that we are asking the wrong question. Instead of asking what are you going to do, we should be asking who have you become and, what will you, and who will you be? My college experience has been about learning who to be. The truths I have learned are subjective. They apply mostly just to me. If my college experience had focused around learning a skill, say bread making, I would graduate, people would ask me what am I going to do, and I would say make bread. It would be straightforward and objective. Instead, I have come to college a caterpillar, and I am leaving a butterfly. It is pointless to ask me what I have been taught to do. I haven't learned the skill of being a butterfly. I have instead transformed into one. I have not simply learned to fly, I have metamorphosized into a being that can fly. We should be asking our graduating class, who are you going to be? Because college is not simply about gaining skills, although those are useful, it is about becoming an adult. In January 2006, I had finished high school and decided it might be best to escape my complex personal life. Instead of accepting the challenge to become a better person, I ran off to Europe. I was so afraid of failure, I didn't even want to try. Before I took off, though, I did do just one college visit and fill out just one college application. That was the college, that was the only college that I was willing to consider being challenged to be better by. In my mind, I knew that I, if I could get into that one, funky, weird college that I had stumbled on when searching the internet, I'd come home from my backpacking trip and actually try. If not, 
If I didn't get in, I'd just wander around traveling, doing who knows what. Uh, I had been homeschooled my whole life, and so I thought getting into college was a bit of a long shot. I didn't think there'd really be a school that'd be willing to take a chance on me. During my backpack trip, I was very isolated. I had no real itinerary, and there was no way for anyone to reach me unless I called them. One afternoon in Spain, in a train station, during a layover, I happened to be waiting near a payphone, so I decided to call home. I called my foster dad, Jim, and he was audibly excited that I called. He asked me if I had talked to my mom. I hadn't. He told me he probably wasn't supposed to tell me, but my mom, because my mom may have wanted to tell me herself, but I had been accepted to Goshen College. And he went on to say that he was so proud of me, he could bust. He couldn't not tell me on the phone. I was pretty excited too, but I think I was really more excited that he sounded so proud of me. We talked until the train came, and then I boarded and was alone again. Sitting on that train, I knew that I had to return to the States to be pushed to be someone better. Jim had sounded so proud of me, I just couldn't not try. I came to Goshen a scared kid with a handful of ideas about what I thought life was and how to live it. But my ideas were disconnected and isolated from each other. None of them were very well developed and I wasn't really able to explain why I believed them. I will leave Goshen a strong, confident woman with a concrete life philosophy. Goshen has given me the concepts and vocabulary to take my fragmented ideas and create a set of ideals that I guide my life by. I have been constantly pushed by our professors to decide for myself, to understand why I am making that decision. I have also been blessed with amazing friends who push me every day to grow personally. The friendships I have made during my time at college are as of much value to me, if not more, than the diploma I will receive. I've had the fortune of living with the same two women since my sophomore year. They have served as a whetstone, sharpening my character every time we butt heads. The amount of important life moments we have shared has given us a bond that is unbreakable. We have celebrated new nephews and nieces, good grades, and personal achievements. We have also held each other through immense personal loss, the deaths of family members, and heartbreak. These women have seen me at my best and my worst, and they have made my best better and have helped my worst to occur less often. Just telling you what my career path is doesn't tell you that I intend to be their friend as long as they will have me. We should look at our graduates and ask them, who are you going to be? As for me, I'm going to be so many things, a friend, a daughter, a granddaughter, a sister, an aunt, a niece, someday in the very far future, a mother. I'm going to be an activist for human rights. I'm going to be spiritual, loving, and open to God. I'm going to be a volunteer. I'm going to be environmentally conscious and a conscientious consumer. I'm going to be concerned with how my living practices affect others. I'm going to be a graduate student, someday a professor, a media scholar, a writer, a researcher, a marketer, and a business owner. I'm not going to be easily definable. I'm going to live my passions, travel, read, laugh. I'm going to be a Goshen College graduate. Thank you.
Thank you, Piper. Our last speaker this morning is Steve Crest. You may have seen Steve in Men's Choir in Concordia or in one of his extracurricular activities like salsa. On top of this, Steve is also a physics major and a music minor. Somehow he manages this all in, <laughs> as well as one of the coolest guys I know at Goshen. His hometown is Lima, Ohio. Please join me in welcoming Steve. As a senior, moving towards the next step of my life, this year's Lenten theme of holding on and letting go took a special meaning for me. Goshen College is my comfort zone, and leaving is going to require a lot of changes. What is it that I'm going to hold on to as I leave GC? What must I let go of? In light of this, I've compiled a small list of things that I believe that we as graduating seniors need to hold on to from Goshen, and things that we're going to have to let go of. Likewise, I wish to share some uh, thoughts geared toward what I believe that Goshen College must hold on to and what Goshen must let go of. To Goshen College, hold on to core values, not the publicity stunt, but the things that we truly hold dear, like universal pacifism, environmental change, and a commitment towards service. Hold on to campus activities like kickoffs and hour afters. Hold on to coffee houses. Paul Kime, hold on to your beard. <laughs> but Jimmy B, it's okay that you let go of this. <laughs> I'm just saying you look good without it. It's, it works, either way. So. Hold on to soccer, chants, and songs. Hold on to the name The Rot. The rage just doesn't work. Hold on to Elsie. That woman's a champ. Hold on to the memory of the Schrock sandwich and pray for its speedy return. Hold on to the energy that comes with May term. And hold on to an identity as a Mennonite institution. Heritage is important. But let go, Goshen College, of the idea that this is solely a Mennonite institution. As Anna and Eric have shared with us, there are people from different backgrounds here that need to be welcomed in and informed why Mennonites believe what we believe. Let go of groaning about the weather. It is what it is. <laughs> Let go of the attitude that, we, that people have to be good at music to participate in it. It's true, we have a very talented campus, but music should also be recreational. Let go of the racing the train days. They're straight up dangerous. <laughs> Let go of the national anthem tension. The conversations must go on, but the flapping of gums on both sides can stop. Let go of the crumble burger. <laughs> I know, it's uncouth, isn't it? And Goshen, let go of the feeling that you might struggle without this graduating class of seniors. There's plenty of leadership in the remaining classes, and you'll do just fine. Seniors, let go of poor eating habits. They'll catch us someday. Let go of the comforts of wireless internet out on the lawn and knowing literally everyone who attended every event. Let go of the luxury of fizz plant fixing our crap when it breaks. <laughs> and free hot water. That'll cost at some point. Let go of the laid back and loose tongued aura we get by being surrounded by like-minded people. 
we might have to start being a little more cordial when sharing our opinions, but that does not mean to stop sharing your opinions. Let go of quarter saving for laundry, hopefully. <laughs> Let go of the vision that all apartments are gonna be like our senior apartments. I'm sure we'll have to downgrade sometime soon. Let go of the regular council of familiar professors. Though we'll still be in touch, it won't quite be the same. Most of all, let go of the comfort that close friends will be just a short bike ride away. This will be tough, I know. Seniors hold on to passionate learning. This should be a lifetime value. Hold on to artistry, it's something we've learned well here. Mark Hirschberger, hold on to the rat tail. <laughs> Respect for the throwback. Hold on to accomplishments made here at GC in all forms, in treasured venues such as the Gingner Trek and Fitness Center, Souter Concert Hall and Ike's D Track and Field. We're gonna miss these places. Hold on to a progressive spirit and being socially aware. Let's join Piper and hold on to an environmentally conscious attitude. Hold on to the excitement of being outdoors when the weather's nice. Shouldn't every May be like May term? Hold on to the shoeless trend of Goshen. It's better for you anyway. But most importantly, hold on to great relationships formed here over four years. Thank you all, it's been a blast. Keep in touch. Thank you, Steve. We have an announcement for all seniors who will walk during commencement on April 24th. Please consider signing the graduation pledge, which reads, I pledge to explore and take into account the social and environmental consequences of any job that I consider and promise to improve these aspects of any organization for which I work. Pledge signers will receive a green ribbon to wear during commencement. You can sign the graduation pledge by emailing Tamara Shantz or by going to a table in the hallway right after combo today. Thank you for coming to the last combo of the semester. The last chapel on Friday will be a hymn sing of some of the favorites. May turn combos and chapels will be Mondays and Fridays at 9.40 instead of 10. You are now dismissed. Thanks.